Greetings, travelers, and welcome to the Drawn No Draws podcast. This is Rob. And I'm Mike. And in this video, we wanted to wish everybody a happy new year. It's exciting because this is... Even roaring 20s. <laughs> yeah. Even more roaring 20s. Exactly. It took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's the roaring 20s. And uh, we just want to say thank you to everyone who's been watching because it's, it's cool going into a new year and we have some new stuff planned. Uh, it's been really cool building up this channel and the podcast and seeing where things go. I mean, it's all a mystery to me. So I'm I'm along for the ride. Yeah, as it same. Evolves. We enjoy it so much. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's become almost like a therapy for me. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but it's just it's a way to vent about stuff that I'm passionate about, or yeah, to kind of discuss it after the fact. Yeah, no, it's true. This is something about sitting behind a mic and just yeah, and, and talking, talking to, to a, a mic. mic. <laughs> exactly. So, Something about a mic. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this is going to be a little chill episode. Um, we rewatched uh, the Mandalorian season. We've been playing some new games. So yeah, we have some new films we want to watch and then talk about. Right. We also have Star Wars to really finish out. Yeah. There's two movies that were sort of separate from the, you know, Luke Skywalker trilogy element. Yeah, yeah. It's well, the super trilogy. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> the super the trilogy. Super trilogy. <laughs> yeah, the the Niner. <laughs> the saga. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the best word for it. Yeah, no, yeah, there's Solo and Rogue One. So we want to rewatch those again, and we want to talk about them. I really enjoyed Solo last time I saw it. So, And I'll say that rewatching Rogue One would be something I'm definitely looking forward to. It's yeah. been a while since I've watched it. That's the one that I think people knock a bit more than I think they should because it really tells the story of how everything right? started. But there's some hardcore fans. Well, you know what? There's hardcore fans for everything. You have people who don't like Rise of Skywalker. You have people who love it. You have people who love Rogue One. You have people who, who don't. And then weirdos who love Last Jedi and <laughs> people who are aware of a good movie. Oh my God. Oh, sorry, folks. <laughs> it's the bottom. It's the bottom. Accept it. Yeah, yeah. We haven't done our ranking uh, because we figured, you know what, we can't make a ranking without watching so those two. Yeah, I feel like uh, you know it just it feels weird since right. It is still part of the story. It right. tells Solo's beginning origins, and Rogue One is the beginning origins of the Death Star and yeah. how the Death Star plans got put into the Rebel hands. So right, and and when I last saw Rogue One, I remember everyone made a big stink about Tarkin. I'm sure we're going to see this when we rewatch it. Uh, but I remember it being in the theater. It wasn't a big deal to me. Everyone's like, oh, it looks terrible, the CGI. I mean, this was definitely the few moments when we have seen CGI cross into the real world of like, we're doing full body interactive characters. Oh, yeah. Like the first time they actually tried that was Jar Jar as a character, true. a CGI character. That's now true. we're going for a realistic human, it's a human person. Not so an alien. I mean, that's a, another feat. So it's going to come with challenges. And there's something about the human eye that can always tell. Yeah. But I'm interested to see when that crosses over yeah. to a level where we can't tell. I, you know what? I, I've kind of felt that with some of the Marvel movies, to be honest with you. You know, when they do those, uh, I don't know if you, do you remember Civil War. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, when they show young Tony Stark. Yes. You know, that was yeah. really Or even good. the scenes with uh, Captain America when he's... Young and scrawny. Oh, I mean, right. Those were, those were really strange yeah, moments. Right. Seeing Chris Evans' face with like the scrawny, <laughs> the scrawny body. body. <laughs> but even then, like, there's something about you that knows it's wrong because there's something off about it. But you, right. you can't really tell what it is. You can't pinpoint it. But we're we're definitely progressing. I mean, you can't say 
20 years ago that that ever would have oh, been no. a thing, let alone now it's in major films. Well, especially after, I mean, this was a couple of, what, maybe a month or two ago, they talked about they were going to have James Dean starring in a movie. The Taking, porn star? No. <laughs> the classic actor. Oh. Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know that actor? James Dean. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who was I thinking of? <laughs> There's a porn star named James Dean? Oh, we're just gonna... <laughs> yeah, so like, how, how far are we getting? That we're gonna start taking classic actors and start... Yeah, animating. revamping them into modern <laughs> movies? Right. My God. It's insane. Especially it's a movie about Vietnam, supposedly. And obviously, he wasn't even around during the period. But what's the purpose of that? Like, I don't know. Who would play his voice? Why would they go to the extent of doing that? Very strange, because there's plenty of talent out there. So it's weird to me that they need to like CGI an old actor. Yeah, I, to I play mean, I feel role. bad for actors if they're. We've got nobody who's alive. We're going back to the dead. <laughs> they're that desperate. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Yeah, I know. Really crazy. But I am excited to rewatch Rogue One and. Solo. And then we begin outside of the Star Wars universe. We have yes. talked about a lot of different movies and different series to get into. We would love to hear from people who are interested and have been watching the podcast. What would you like us to re rewatch and talk about? Oh, yeah, please. Shoot us different franchises. Uh, you could you can email me at rgeronimoart at gmail.com. I'm probably going to end up making a Geronimo Draws email, so I'll have to do that. But yeah, let us know. Or even if you're watching on the YouTube channel, please, in the comments, let us know what, what stuff you'd like us to watch. Yeah, even if it's not franchises, just single movies, oh, stuff yeah, that sure. might be iconic or interesting. You know, I'd love to see movies that I've never seen before. True, that too. Stuff that like is completely out of my realm of knowledge. Right. Because I would consider myself sort of a film buff, but right. you know, I haven't seen everything. Right. So I'd love to be surprised at what someone might come up with in the comments. That's sure. a really incredible movie to discuss. Right. Well, you went to you studied film in college, yeah, right? right? So for me, it's like I always appreciate new films, even if they're independents, stuff like uh, short films. I mean, anything that you find exciting, we'd love to watch. Yeah, I'd like to check and it talk out. Talk about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we do plan on. I'm, I'm on a bit of a. Uh, I don't want to say a, a well, yeah, sci-fi kick right now. Mm. So I want to rewatch the rebooted Star Trek series. Star Trek series. I think Alien would be a great series mm -hmm. to get into. Yes. You want to go the Lord of the Rings direction Definitely. for more and fantasy. And yeah, Hobbit. you have to go. You if you're gonna, to. same thing. If you're gonna go down the Solo and Rogue One route, you got to go down the Hobbit route. No but, matter how much I might not love it. Right. I enjoy those movies for what they are. You know, there's some great, great moments from what I remember. Again, these are the movies that. Yeah, you know, it's. I, I only saw them once in the theater, and I haven't really seen them often. Maybe it's just the name, Desolation of Smaug. Smaug. It's just such a strange title. <laughs> it is. Well, he is called Smaug, so it is a weird Smaug. name. Smaug. But when we do re do the rewatch, I want to do it in chronological order. So, like the way we did the episode oh, Star, Star Wars, I want to do Hobbit. Maybe you know, I'll appreciate it more because those movies will now have a weight. Exactly. The way kind of Attack of the Clones did. Yeah. You know, even though that was probably the least favorite out of that new trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. I think it still holds weight for what it is. You oh, see definitely. the conflict that goes on in Anakin and his relationship with Obi-Wan and how he's trying to fall in love with Padme. Sure. I think there's a lot there that makes that a very powerful movie regardless of what you might think of it overall oh yeah for sure no, i agree uh i'll be honest i had and we discussed 
obviously this in, in the previous episodes, but I have a whole newfound appreciation for Phantom Menace after knowing where the entire saga goes because you see the progression of everything, like you said. So perhaps with the Hobbit trilogy, you know, you'll feel differently. I know. I do enjoy the Hobbit trilogy. I really do. So uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to watch them back to back. I want to do the extended cut. So get ready. <laughs> That's fine. Like I said, I'm up for watching versions or things I haven't seen. I'm always into seeing a different perspective of something yeah. that I, especially an original attitude towards. So sure. if I, like what happened to us with Rise of Skywalker? I saw it the first time. Sure. I yeah. went in with, I think, an expectation of what I wanted the movie to be. So right. when it would wasn't going that way, I was very, I don't know, hurt or conflicted about the product that was put out right and then seeing it again i was just able to sit down and appreciate what it was yeah and i i enjoyed it a lot more sure so i just read that there were a lot of scenes that were cut out uh the editor confirmed that there were scenes that explained palpatine's return oh i could imagine and how I, much of that movie they shot i'll be honest and as much as i love rise of skywalker i will stand by that film i enjoy it i'm going to be seeing it a third time this is something about this film that i i I gravitate toward it. Gives you closure. I, I re- and I re- just really enjoy the ride. I really do. But I do understand. Like, I'm not a crazy fanboy. I do understand why people dislike it. But that being said, for some reason, it responds to me. And I really enjoy it. And I really enjoy the way they close it out. Mm-hmm. But I do want an a d- extended director's cut. Because, of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, because, you know, looking at, back at it, and you mentioned it, it didn't bother me at first, but when you said, you're like, you know, Finn keeps talking about how he wants to talk to Ray. I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. And then Abrams finally confirmed that he wanted to tell her that he was force sensitive. It's like, why the hell didn't you just put that in the film? Yeah, that's my problem is it seems to come more across, at least to me when I watch it, especially the first time, that he was just in love with her or something. That's what it comes out. It was out, a love yeah. interest. And then I get so much of that direction from Finn and her that when... Kylo Ren and her kiss right. at the end. It, I guess it just didn't feel. It was jarring. Yeah, it was a yeah. little off because I'm like, does she love Finn back? Well, no, she loves Finn as a friend. Right. She well, likes Ren, but I didn't get that impression. She seemed to hate Ren. In sure, the sure. So it was just I very really, difficult for me. I really thought about it. I really did because I realized that they kept Ray such a mystery. It was this, she was this mystery box for the entire trilogy. They didn't have any time to develop her. And I think that's what ruined her character and her interactions with other characters was because they wanted to keep this as if it was some big secret that we shouldn't know and the reveal is going to be huge. But they really didn't know what it was. And also, how do you reveal that? They, I mean, the way they well, went about it, where he just like tells her in one moment, he's like, "You're a Palpatine." I know, I know. Well, you know, what? especially rewatching, you know, Last Jedi, and it's funny. Mike's like, "Why do you keep rewatching that film?" <laughs> I'm just amazed by how little it advances the story. Like when I watch this, I'm just like, "Wow." It is really a battle of two directors. Yeah, it just seems to take almost a step backwards in the character, it especially does. of Skywalker. Luke is. To me, so different in yeah. this final story oh, sure. as a as a ghost right. compared to him as an actual person, and then the previous film of Force Awakens when you finally see him, like the story of just the way we see him at the end of Force Awakens to then when we meet him in, in Last Jedi, Jedi, it's like why didn't he just turn around the second he saw her? Like he seems to have this iconic 
who is this moment? Oh, oh, and then the it goes the... in like, just toss the lightsaber over. It's like, it doesn't even matter to me. Right. I know. Well, here's why I don't hate that stuff. It's because, believe it or not, uh, most of the characters don't have an arc. The reason why people, I think, love Kylo Ren's character is because he has an arc throughout the entire trilogy. You know, he murders his father and he has this confliction after that. And then he's redeemed at the end and turns good. There's this arc to him. Ray has no arc because they wanted to keep her completely mystery box you know and luke though however does have an arc because he it was he was disgruntled in last jedi and then he realizes his mistake look i'm reading in, 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 in rise of skywalker so right. and i appreciate the fact that that seemed to be a fix yes of like uh, he comes back just to basically say i was totally wrong but i do like they did that how could they they needed to do that <laughs> if they didn't do it the whole point was there's no Luke hope. goes down. He is the hope. Yeah, like what? He the whole movie New Hope is about him being the savior. Then suddenly yeah. he quits, and that's how he'd go down. Is at I the know. end of that movie, be like, I ghosted away. <laughs> I ghosted <laughs> just to fake out Ren. <laughs> yeah. So that that's that's the problem, and I, I it's a shame what they did with Ray because she could have been really developed, and they wanted to keep everything a secret but it hurt her character because the writers didn't plan that out and again we we talked about this ad nauseum but you know we're passionate about it and right but given all that i still love the film i really do i love the visuals and i really love those what's the, the tread walkers the tread speeder yeah, bike like things? a speeder bike in the oh, sand things yeah. are so they like look like some deals for the sand they remind you of some of like dark knight trilogy well you know <laughs> a little bit it, it does have that kind of feel From batman but- begins the thing that is so cool about that is it's different. Yeah, yeah. It was a bold move for JJ to take something that never existed and put it out. Because yeah. in Force Awakens, I didn't get a ton of new stuff. I got no, stuff that seemed similar where mm-hmm. it was just like, they put a cone of paint on an X-Wing. It's like, okay, yeah, well, that, was that my doesn't seem complaint. like an advancement, really. I agree. I but agree. in this one, you really see, Rise of Skywalker, you really see some differences in... The vehicles that exist, you get a taste of the worlds that exist. The troopers, I love right. those the Sith characters troopers. are more developed. The story obviously has a much darker feel to it. Ren's confliction and it's battle, so cool. You know his switch to from dark to light and how that changes and yeah. Ray's battle from light to dark. You know trying to fight that. And yeah. See, it's that's this thing they tried to give her a quick arc at the end because they were like, "Oh God, you know, we never, we never yeah, developed we didn't even establish anything nothing. about what she's going through at all." Yeah, barely. She get these flashbacks that we have no idea what's happening. Yeah, nobody knows who she is. Now we're, it, it's, it's very difficult to even emphasize or explain to people how right. I feel about it because it is hard to go about the beginning of Force Awakens into Last Jedi into Rise of yeah. Skywalker. Following just Ray's story alone, or even Finn's story alone, I feel bad for th- that character because oh. th- that character had so much potential, and they made him such a clown in Last Jedi. Yeah, they made him Rose's friend, right? And well, then Rise she, of Skywalker, they were like, "Rose, we're not going to need you. <laughs> Take a back seat." Yeah, was, you know, you'll yeah. be in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, speaking of the Sith Trooper, uh, we're going to be experimenting with a new video. Yeah, new series. Yeah, it's going to be called Geronimo's Toy Chest. And we're going to be doing a little unboxing of some uh, Star Wars figures, uh, reminiscing about some of the old figures. I still have all of my Star Wars figures. So I'm I'm interested to sharing some of that with you guys. Yeah, and probably expanding outside of the Star Wars, you know. Oh, yeah. 
just going across the board to maybe pop figures and you know Dark Souls stuff. Yeah. We, we really it's open. What we love doing so much about this is it's kind of just all exploration. Yeah, exactly. We're trying any idea that we seem to enjoy. We right. go for. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that, that's what this this channel and the podcast is all based on. Is yeah. So we hope we you love. guys are enjoying it, and thanks for watching. If you have been you yeah. know, a fan so far. I mean, I think we've been what six months. It's been about going. So. I think yeah, six months going. So it's let me tell you, I have a lot more. I give a lot of credit for people who do this because it is a lot of work. Yeah, and <laughs> we love we love but to we, keep coming up with new yeah, stuff and we love it, fun content and kind of discussing this stuff. That's why New Year twenty twenty, we wanted to do a, a podcast that was just something to discuss. Everything we see in the future, yeah. Everything we enjoyed from the past, right. and where we are right now, yeah, definitely. Also, uh, I have new uh, comics coming out in your, at your local comic shop. The uh, Blood Realm Volume One and Volume Two will be out, so uh, that should be in a couple of weeks. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at at Geronimo Draws. I update everyone uh, in regards to the releases and everything. So it's starting off the new year right. Right. And if you're obviously <laughs> listening to the podcast and you aren't subscribed, you know, please hit the subscribe button, like the videos. Obviously, we'd love to hear the feedback from yeah. everybody. It does help. It, it, you know, it's funny. It, it it helps the algorithm because, you know, all that stuff matters. It's a pain in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for us, we just like putting the content out, but we want to get it to people who really appreciate and enjoy it the same way we do. Right. Of course. Uh, so we also, speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> we've been playing. I just showed Mike something. I showed Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I turned on the game. I, I want to get your reaction, actually. You tell me. <laughs> All right. So this is what he kind of hits me with right out the gate. I wake up, we go to the gym, and he shows me one single photo of what looked like a red moon and a landscape in the background, just sort of like uh, woods right? in the in just... The bottom end of the shot right so i'm going back and forth where is this going is this zelda red moon what am i thinking where red moon i mean star wars has a red moon right only when we get back from the gym sit down later he turns on skyrim <laughs> and the opening photo is the at with moss growing yes. from the legs and the skyrim world the whole menu yeah and then you what they've done is bethesda games yeah they allowed actually mods. allowed mods to exist and let me tell you these are game changers they it legit. is a whole new game oh yeah it's created the jedi and sith race yep you can customize your lightsaber or pick the iconic lightsabers from all the movies it's incredible you actually go to the jedi temple and learn to be a jedi learn the yes. force it, it's it's a whole nother game. It's exactly what I always wanted mm -hmm. from a Star Wars game. Right. Like right. if anybody here is listening and has the potential <laughs> to make this as a Star Wars game, please <laughs> do it. He's been saying this to me for like decades, Mike. The, <laughs> the idea of what Skyrim has touched on is an open world map as a Jedi or a Sith. They yeah. have the option to customize an which. ancient Jedi. Right, right. That's what's because so cool. it's telling the story of 
somebody who's learning to be a master or learning to build up the skill is it's what so it seems cool. like. It's it, it's insane. And so props to the guy who also modded it. I wish I could of, remember. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll put them. I'd love it, to give the credit in the comments or right. in the it, description below. On the YouTube channel, I will post the mods. They're, unfortunately, they're not on PS4, I believe. I believe right. It's on, at PC and Xbox as far yeah, as we know. Yeah. So we've been playing on the Xbox One X and it looks gorgeous on the xbox one x it's just a ton of fun how many times i've bought this game i have bought skyrim i know me too <laughs> this is my fourth time getting Sk- this. yeah <laughs> i know second for me but it's so good the game is so good and with these mods I, I, it's like i have a brand new game right that's what i was trying to emphasize is it really feels like a brand new game because you're getting away from this sort of skyrim fantasy which you know it's still it, great there's nothing wrong with it no and you can still play it that way. Right. But what you get on, on top, a little sprinkling <laughs> of some Star Wars love. Right. You pick your <laughs> Jedi lightsaber. You go out. I mean, you could dress as Vader, for God's sake. Oh, it's insane. And be Darth Vader. The whole game. Yeah, relearning the... Four, it's just... It's wild. Yeah. And I suggest anybody who has Skyrim on the Xbox or PC, get or if you're mods. interested, it's a fun game to play. And... I hope that this is the starting point for a great Star Wars game that comes out in the future. Just give me open worlds well, where a character uh, character can build up. Well, then Bethesda's not making it. It's all in EA's hands. That's the problem. Yeah. But look, I- I'm happy that Bethesda allowed it. Yeah. yeah. But one of my favorite things about it, though, is like, first off, the customization. You can make, like Mike said, every, every lightsaber. Even stuff that we haven't seen before. Exactly. Right. Stuff that's like fusing the two games together. Exactly. They're called magical sabers. And it's literally, they look like lightsabers, but they would be lightsabers as if they existed in the Skyrim world. Right. So they're like magic staffs. Oh, and, and then like, like Darth Maul's. Oh, you know? very, very wild. It's I mean, creative. That's what I appreciate so much about the modders was they took not only the base of what Star Wars had, but yeah. expanded on how much Skyrim had. Yes. You know, and use that to their advantage as opposed to try to rework it. Right. You know, they had a temple that was built for the mages to teach people about magic. And now this now becomes like the Jedi a fusion temple. of mage meets <laughs> Jedi temple. What's cool is that they're all identified as ancient Jedi, which is so cool. Yeah, some as masters, some as right. apprentices. Oh, the Jawa. We got to talk about the Jawa right. follower. You also have a mission to go find the Jawa, and he wants you to steal a sign. He wants you to steal, like when you go in there. For an inn, just so we can have it. He has all these stolen goods, and he has like a little Jawa staff, and he can be your partner throughout the whole game. It is awesome. I I cannot believe I'm playing Skyrim all over again, and it feels this brand new. (laughs) Right. Well, you stare into the sky, and you actually see the Death Star in the distance of the sky. The planet was Coruscant that I showed Mike. Oh, the red planet. Yeah. Yeah, It turned out to be Coruscant. It was all lit up, and it's so cool. But uh, yeah, I go back and forth. I like the Coruscant, and then I like to have, instead of the moon, I have the big giant Death Star hanging out Right, which is a mod you can make changes to. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. So, But it also goes to show you how great Skyrim was already. You know, he, it was already a phenomenal game that, you know, you can just dive back into that. And by adding this element, it's like... Total rebirth. Yeah, totally. You know, I, I could see this game going right back into the hands of people and replaying for a while. I mean, that's what Grand Theft Auto was been attempting to do. That's true. Keep it fresh and exciting, you know, bringing new elements to it constantly. Skyrim just recognized that 
there are fans who really put in a ton of effort to make this something that they would love to play. Right. That's what I appreciate. The guy who the or the <laughs> guys who created this it took the time to do right, it. Knew they wanted a game like this. Yes. And if nobody's gonna give it to them, then They're we gotta come it. up with yeah. something themselves. And that's agree. what I love. Yeah. Is an effort. And that's why we do this. Because yeah. it's the same love and passion that we have for this stuff you right. see in something like that. You feel it. I mean, when you play it, you feel the passion. And, you know, we because we love Star Wars just as much, you, I could totally tell. It's like, these guys are super fans. Yeah. And it's awesome. Because the detail of each lightsaber, when they recreated the ones where you can get the, the ones by famous Jedi and oh, Sith. The Darth Maul double-bladed lightsaber. Oh. You even get... Uh, Dooku's curved oh, lightsaber so cool. hilt. You Yodas. You get Sidious. You yeah. get oh, every Mace Windu to craft Sidious. I love that he's the only one that you need vampire dust. Yeah, like, and that's a, that's a cool point that it's we didn't so even bad. bring up that you have to craft them yeah. the same way you'd have to build a lightsaber in the yes. real world. You I, need I the pieces. It. Yeah, and you find them in Skyrim's world. Yeah, you got to go hunt and look for them. Like I believe Qui Gon's need like uh, he needs like a. I don't know the right grand, or grand soul, great soul gem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Kylo Ren's needs uh, fire salts. So, if you're listening to this and you feel like having no social life for about <laughs> a week, maybe two, could be a month. How much of your player? Oh, it's gonna be more than that. Yeah, <laughs> jump on in. Yeah. We'll see you in a bit. Just keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll keep you informed on what's going on. Yeah, we should do a playthrough of that. Yeah, just if, like some if people kind of short want it, we'll do it because I don't know what is uh, the most exciting element that happens. There are so many unique moments Missions, in that yeah. game, and so right, so much of it. Maybe we'll just do like a dungeon crawl, and we'll just show off some of the powers and some of the costumes and the lightsabers we have. Well, we're working on the temple right now, so we got to get some force powers going. Yeah. Oh god, it's such a good game. It's really great. It was so cool when we finally faced our first dragon, and Mike's running in there with. Kylo Ren's lightsaber, but it was yellow. Oh, no, orange, rather. All right, well, because you made it orange. Yeah, I had to. Right, so it's, <laughs> you know, taking something that was really iconic and making it your own, and they yeah. gave you that option, which right. is something they didn't have to do. No, no, That's not what, at all. To me, going above and beyond, because they just appreciate that everybody would want to be able oh, yeah. to make it their own. Oh, yeah. Right, because yeah. you're your own character It's unique. This. Exactly, it's unique to everybody. Right, you don't want to play by the rules. Some do, because, like me, I'm on the side of, I would absolutely want exactly what Qui-Gon Jinn used or exactly really? what- you would? Yeah. Qui-Gon's one of your favorites, right? Um, is my favorite. Oh, he is? By far. So oh, I would love to use his light. But then again, it's like Mace Windu has the coolest looking lightsaber. Because of the, of the purple? Purple. Even yeah. the hilt is cool. It's got the gold in it. Really oh, cool nice. looking design. Wait, so why is- So he Qui-Gon's your favorite Jedi? I feel that way. Yeah. So what, what is it about Qui-Gon that you really like? I like the the wisdom, mm. but also that rebellious he nature that, that he has. You see where Anakin gets it. <laughs> yeah, it just has that feel of, you know, he trusts his own mind more than even the wisest above him. He respects them. Mm -hmm. But it, I get, at least from Phantom Menace, because we don't see him anywhere beyond that. So no. you only get that one film to really gather who he is as a Jedi. And right. I'd love to see even where he started. Yeah. You know, because be Dooku cool. was his master. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think. Oh, that's right. He does say that. That I, well, Dooku, I think, says it. Qui-Gon was my apprentice. Yeah. As, you know, once Anakin was yours, something to that something extent. Something like that. I forgot what the exact line is, but he does, he does like, hint or say that he, he did train Qui-Gon. Right. Yeah, because he even mentions he's like, you know, I miss him. Oh, right. I wish he was, I here, wish he right was now, here right now. That's which right. is dark because he says that to Obi-Wan, you know, yeah. who watched him obviously die. 
in the hands of a Sith, and now he's being captured by you know a Sith. Oh, that's such a cool way. Right. So, and that. that's what I mean. That's in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, there's things you, there's things that you, you know, you you catch later on in other viewings. Like for instance, we we rewatched uh, the Mandalorian, and I did not realize that at the end when the Forger is telling uh, the Mandalorian, Mando. yeah, Mando, that you know you have to bring the baby Yoda to its family that she also kind of hints that it's the Jedi you got to bring it to. Right, they were on the side. Because it's such a wild element that the Mandalorians, or at least uh, the Man- Mandalore, I think it was? Oh, you mean the, uh, well, it said in Eon's past, the great Mandalore faced the Jedi. The Jedi. So this right. is like this, maybe, this religious group right, years that used these powers. She called them sorcerers. Oh my God, I would, yeah. that Love to see that. Such a cool like my mind just started going into these crazy thoughts of what that would be like yeah. to watch the Mandalorians versus the Jedi because oh, you see ridiculous. so little of that with Boba Fett versus Luke. Oh yeah, you know to oh, get and point. even Jango versus you know in oh, Attack of the yeah. Clones. That's another reason why Attack of the Clones you get a little bit of Jango Fett against the Jedi. So it's so wild to see that in a Mandalorian, right? Hinting that they always fought. Yeah. See, I, I had no idea. I didn't even know that. She does say, bring them, yeah. bring the Baby Yoda character back to its, family. its home. Yeah, its family, which, I mean, I guess that could mean whatever Yoda's race is. Yeah, or- I don't know what they are, or the Jedi Order, Jedi. which, you know, we still know so little about what this time the period. Baby Yoda character is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, how it is so Force-sensitive. Oh yeah, right. So strong. We to don't the know point the race. Like, it's so little, and doesn't speak English, <laughs> so it doesn't really understand anything. It's true. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see where they go. It's a shame now we have to wait a whole freaking year. Yeah, well, just about. I mean, but, what eleven months? Maybe? Hey, listen, take all the time you need if it comes out well. Yeah, it's the same thing with Game of Thrones. You know, well, yeah, take yeah. as long as you need if it comes out well. Obviously, the final season. Yeah, they need some more. people. It's, <laughs> it's just when passion goes into something so hard and so much time is devoted to it. Yep. I think a lot of that has to do with people set up in their mind what they'd love it to be. And oh, when it yeah. It doesn't go that way. They can't get away from the fact that they're upset. Absolutely, absolutely. And look, th- there are episodes of Mandalorian that I really enjoy, and there's ones that I I dislike. Maybe some I was a little hard on, but. You have to understand too, like the way it was advertised, it was very different. The way it was pitched, so in in what we saw in, in the trailer, but at yeah. the same time, it's that's what sets my mind's tone. Absolutely, of like this is what I'm expecting. I agree. Now, when I get this, I can't get away from the fact you that can't. I still think it would have been a better show if you had done that. Right, because now your mind your mind goes to another place. Right. Same so. thing with Rise of Skywalker. Anything you have as a passion, yeah, you know, a love for as a series, you're you're gonna do that because oh, yeah. you're as especially you as an artist and a creative. Oh sure, I mean you can't help yourself coming up with your own version of what it could be to make it epic, especially when they oh, don't tell yeah. you the details. Yep, like even now, where is this next season gonna go? Is Mandalorian gonna find the Jedi? Who's left? Well, right? There's no one. The only one that this is five years after Return of the Jedi. So Luke. So it's he's just building Luke. a Jedi Order. He's slowly building a Jedi Order right now. Right, he's st- he created an academy. I don't even is it created yet? Well, that's what's it's very loose. We don't know that. Uh, going to the well, he game, have, he well, no, Luke. Well, think about it. Twenty five years later is I, when he supposedly created the Jedi Academy. 
No. Or Temple? No, it's when Force Awakens takes place 25 years after Return of the, Return Jedi? Of the Jedi. So that means that so somewhere is... in that time period, we know we're five years after Return. Now, Kylo Ren is 30 so in Rise of Skywalker. So the question is, at what point, how old is Luke? How many years after did he, re- did he create the Jedi Temple? That we have to figure out. I mean, not to mention, we have no idea why then we don't see this baby Yoda character in any of those movies. True. You right. know what I mean? You're right. You're so right. either that can end where the character is killed in maybe future seasons. Right. Or it's something that's been kept secret for a long time. Well, you told me that there's a th- theory that they want the baby Yoda so they could bring back Palpatine. Oh, well, let me tell you. Somebody told me that at work and it kind of blew my mind at the thought because... Why does Moff Gideon want him so bad? And the way he even describes it, like you, what you have is so precious. Like you don't even realize what yeah, you have. What you have. What yeah. would be important to the Empire? Then in the back. first episode, or in, uh, rather not the first episode of Mandalorian, but one of the episodes when they do actually get the child for a little bit, the, mm-hmm. uh, the Empire, they describe as like, take what you need. Mm. They didn't want the child. They want something the child possesses. Right. I don't know if it's oh, something right. the blood, something physical that the child has is what they want. Yeah. But at least to the knowledge of uh, that right character. And Quill makes a point in the the seventh episode where he's like, "This is not. He's not engineered. This right, is it's a, not grown. It's not it's a not grown in a, a lab. clone or something. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, is, it's too ugly. Because <laughs> it's too ugly. Yeah, it's it's pure blood or something like that. I've really grown to really love that character, Quill. Yeah, it's a shame. But he had a nice arc. He had a nice arc, a nice Yeah, because he was a hero. He was a good, honest character. I mean, sad, like most of those guys have to die because you you fall in love with those characters most. Same thing with the IG-11. Like, how do you have a character that's programmed to murder baby Yoda? Yeah. And at the end of our show, we're like, no, IG-11, don't kill yourself, you know? You'd never have something like that arc work unless you properly had the pieces. Sure. Oh yeah, the 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 Quill character is really cool, and I'm just amazed that Disney was not ready for all of their Baby Yoda merchandise. Can you believe that? Yeah, we went what into the Disney thinking? store at the mall, just Nothing. looking, you know, for Christmas. Obviously, so many people who well, we know they love all want the ba- character. They don't even watch the show. They right. want Baby Yoda, and we're we're part of that crew. As you can't help but like yeah. that character, especially that the Mandalorian stuff. T-shirts and things like that are, but Disney doesn't have licensed merchandise for Yoda before uh, Christmas. I couldn't believe it. Maybe. That was a huge mistake. I'd love to see what they're holding out for. No, I don't think they were ready. I really don't think so, How man. How is that possible? How I can Disney, one of the biggest companies, not have been prepared Someone for screwed up and someone's getting fired. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't have three eyes. Go back to the drawing board. <laughs> yeah. Give me the new toys. <laughs> yeah. Give me a booster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo Man. That might be a funny series to do. Just all the Schwarzenegger movies. Oh, that would be a real good Kindergarten one. Kindergarten Cop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jingle All the Way. I love Jingle All the Way. And then the Predator series. We watched it at Christmas. We watched oh, my it. God. We watched it every year uh, during Christmas. Such an insane movie. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Which one's your favorite? If you could, off the top of your head, I mean, I haven't... Now, are we talking it. all Arnold Schwarzenegger or oral movies that don't involve him or involve him without action? Not everything. Everything. All Schwarzenegger yeah, all Schwarzenegger. Last Action Hero. Really? Number one, huh? Yeah. Total Ooh. number one. And that's a hard one that's because a- there are a lot of good ones. Predator is definitely close second. I love Predator, but it's not like not my favorite. I uh, really... 
I mean, maybe it was just the time period for that no, movie. No. Well, yeah. You know, well, maybe because I've seen it so much. I love Total Recall. That's my favorite. Total Recall is good. I love the sci-fi elements in that. You know, what did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it on the podcast. It's like, what the hell, March? <laughs> Jesus, March. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what the? That line. Is That's, end That's, That's end of days. That's end of days. That's a another. great one. Forgot about that one. Oh, we should have watched that. It takes place during New Year's Eve. That's right. That's, That's a, a really weird movie. You know what? I want to watch that next. End of days. I need to watch Maybe End of Days. Maybe Schwarzenegger is, is where we got to go. Yeah. End of Days is a great one. Obviously, dude, how could you forget T2? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Terminator. <laughs> wow. Come I on. apologize. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Still say Last Action Hero is on my top, but Predator versus Terminator. Yeah, T2 Terminator. is. Yeah. And that was probably one of the first series where the second movie Oh, destroyed the first. better than yeah. the first one. Not saying the first one was bad. No, no, no. The second one was just incredible and incredible. had another level of CGI. Oh, that still looks great T-1000. today. Yeah, still holds up and was probably groundbreaking beyond anything they oh, had seen. The- <sighs> like I remember watching something about that where it was an element that they had never done before and managed to pull it off. It's, yeah. it's still, like you said, still holds up. It's still impressive even today. Someone told me to check out, I had an email from somebody who listens, that there was an interview between, uh, uh, James Cameron interviewed Lucas. So they told us to look it up and we should check that out. So we should Very watch cool. that. Yeah, because, I mean, the two of them are the biggest pioneers in special effects. Yeah, Lucas especially. In the modern I mean, age, you know. I mean, look at James Cameron. Look what he did. Well, obviously, of course, George Lucas, but look what he did with T- the Terminator movies. And even, look, for all the, the the hate it kind of gets now, Avatar, that movie like pioneered or reinvented the 3D element again. And it was incredible in 3D. And I actually think that um, I like to re-watch Empire that too. of Dreams documentary, they interviewed James Cameron and he ah. mentions the fact that he wouldn't have done Avatar like he recognized when they did Jar Jar, yeah. He's like, we've hit that point where I can wow. create a character that isn't human. I love that as my main character. Yeah. So Avatar was really, you know, engineered or started as a result of seeing Jar Jar. It is possible. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course that that movie out of all of it, they're all Jar Jar tech. You know, technology. Right, so say what you will. You might not <laughs> love the character, but he spawned a lot of amazing characters for future films oh yeah i mean he had they, they advanced special effects there's no doubt about it so yeah people- i'm excited to see where it goes i mean we started the podcast talking about how you know characters that have are not actually people right they're all cgi gen- you know generated right characters off of leia who was passed away and tarkin who yeah. you know his actor uh, i forget the actor's name uh, peter cushing peter cushing he was obviously deceased at that <laughs> yeah. point it's wild to see that tech move because you look at something like Terminator. I mean, it was a actual oh human actor, incredible melting or great. you know liquefying. Oh, the prosthetics in that movie are just oh, that'd be a great one to rewatch. I would actually love to watch the Terminator series. Would you do the Terminator series? It ha- I'd it? have to every one of them. As fun as it is to watch the first two, yeah. It'd be even more fun to see how bad Terminator that train wreck just yeah. hits a wall. Oh, it's a serious wall, man. I haven't seen a the newest block. one either. I heard it was terrible. Yeah, I heard that too. I didn't want to see it in theaters because I heard... I, I, someone told me that if you love T2, you're going to loathe this film with a passion. 
and it has nothing to do. They said with the like the action. They said the action is actually great. They said what the story, they, what they do to John Connor. Oh boy! So I'm like, oh my god, because you know I don't see him at all in the trailers. It, it, I can't say enough uh-huh. how some directors and people who get creative control just don't give the proper respect to the stories that came before. But Cameron produced it. That's what blows my mind. It's still a separate thing. To me, if you're producing something, I still don't know how much you're involved or not involved. Mm, You know what I mean? Like They might come to him with, listen, we're doing another one. And he's like, well, everybody's going to go see it no matter what. Like, yeah, here yeah. you go. Like, I don't know the matter of involvement True. that these guys have or You're don't right. have. You're it. right, because look at Abrams. He produced, quote, produced Last Jedi, and he clearly had yeah. no involvement. No. <laughs> right. A lot of these guys, it's in it's in that list of trailer credits because they're like, oh, Cameron, oh, yeah, how yeah. about that? See, oh, it Abrams. must be good. Yeah, right, exactly. Force Awakens was great. Abrams right. is part of this. They put them in there, but it's it's the same type of thing when people put the critics of like, the grudge is creepy and oh horrifying, God. and you go and see you, it. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, should have left it in the well. Oh, <laughs> I saw the grudge last night. My goodness, it was terrible. Save your money, ladies and gentlemen. It is a poorly, poorly paced. Oh, Mike, the pacing is so bad. They jump from all different time periods from 2004, then to 2006, then to 2002. It's awful. The Would that be a so fun bad. category to do for a podcast? Bad Top films? terrible horror movies? Oh, like God. the worst horror? Because there are a lot of horror movies Yeah, yeah, out but, there. But, but there's also the really bad ones that you could laugh at. Yeah. But do you want that? Or you want ones that are so... Like this, you couldn't even laugh at this. Oh, really? This grudge movie was so bad, like you wanted to get out. It was No, I boring. appreciate a movie that's so bad that it's funny. Oh, this is not... This was not it. Like I'm talking about the categories like Sharknado. Oh like yeah, that snakes on a plane. Right, yeah. like those movies are so bad. You put them on, yeah, but they're intended to be bad. That's the difference. I don't buy that. You don't, I don't think so? Shark you spend that much money on a movie, and you're telling me you had a game plan that it was going to be garbage well, out they, the gate? They know how ridiculous it is. See, with Grudge, right, they know how, how ridiculous. Grudge it is. thought it was serious. <laughs> <laughs> it thought it was a really smart. We're scary gonna scare you. It was garbage, man. Yeah, totally, and a garbage ending too that was not earned. Do not see this film. You're saying the the grudge sips champagne with a pinky up. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's how they do. It. That's that's so what... up its own. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And you're sitting there, you're just like, no, you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was a bad film. But I, I don't know what to say. It's and it's funny because you know when critics are really brutal or when people are can be really brutal, uh-huh. but it's even worse when you hear nothing. Nothing. Like the newest Terminator movie. Yeah. I didn't hear a damn thing yeah, about I forgot it. it. Other than like out. it wasn't good. Yeah. Like people don't bash it when it's at a level of like, I don't want to be mean. Yeah. Right. Like they tried. Right. That's a level of That's terrible. The meh. The meh crowd. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Meh. Like, no dude, one wants to bother seeing it. Yeah. You want someone like, dude, it's terrible. It's so bad. You Sometimes it's like you gotta watch it. You're like, what? It's that bad? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how bad it is, but I need to see. <laughs> you have a movie like that that was like that for you? That I was, was trying to go through in my mind a movie that I saw recently. And I know there is one that I saw and wanted to leave, and I can't for the life of me remember what it is. Yeah. And I have I don't do that often. 
Have you ever fell asleep during a movie in the theaters? I only fell asleep during one. No, never fell asleep during Matrix um, Reloaded. I passed out. Really? And I actually don't mind that movie. I think because I'm just an obsessive for that series. We could do that I trilogy. Love, yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. I actually never saw the last one because I Revolutions did, is pretty intense. I really disliked Reloaded. Is that what it's called? Yeah. There was Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, yeah. and then Matrix revolutions i think okay i, I yeah i think so it yeah, was revolution i went to see that with my father because we loved the first one and then we went to go see it and i remember third he one's got snoring. some really great scenes in it to third be honest one? yeah because without spoiling too much like you know those um those machines those like tentacle uh yeah, drawer, yeah I remember whatever them. those are i remember them yeah they obviously are trying to get into the last city that's inhabited by human the human race zion zion okay. yeah yeah i do remember that so in this movie, it's essentially like the survival of the human race. Like they're coming to destroy that city mm. and they basically get there. So it's them trying to survive and Neo trying to, you know, be the chosen one. The chosen one. In a way. Survive. So you see that All right. conclusion. To I, uh, look, it's funny how I, you know, I, I was just so, uh, I was so bored during the second one that I was like, I'm not going to watch the third. But you know what? Maybe that'll be cool. I wouldn't mind watching that first one again for sure. That movie's amazing. Yeah, we really could do great. Matrix. I guess Matrix Reloaded. We have to. Can do it. And then Revolutions. Listen, if you're making me sit down for Hobbit <laughs> and the end of the Terminator series, Dude, I think you're going to enjoy. Well, first off, Terminator Salvation. I think gets a lot of hate, but I don't remember it being that bad. I don't remember it. Let's put it that way. (laughs) It's forgettable. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's forgettable. That's one with, what's his name, Christian Bale, when he freaked out on set. You're not professional. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't tell you that it's a tense environment. Yeah, right? Oh, man. Everybody believes in that product. Yeah. (laughs) Guy's just strolling around on set while he's trying to shoot scenes. Yeah, wasn't that the whole thing that the guy was like a lighting guy? I I don't really know, so I don't want to say like who is in the wrong. But he was like bugging out. He was like... And props to actors, they go through a lot of tense, you have to do a very difficult scene basically to almost nothing, if not nothing, in a room surrounded by green. Yeah. I mean, it is not easy for actors to really pull out emotions with nothing to play off of, nothing to build in the environment. I mean, that's why I think so. most actors love location shooting. Oh, I'm sure. They love, you know, actual physical characters to play off of. It's hard to not look at anything and not... See right. a world around you and be like, I need you to just be afraid. Right, right. You think James Dean shot on location? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. A ghost, the ghost of Dean. Yeah, the ghost of Dean. Oh my god. Oh boy. All right. Well, yeah, heaven's got a green screen. <laughs> heaven's got a green screen. Uh, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. So yeah, uh, we're excited to share some new com content with you guys this year. It's going to be cool. Right now, we're currently playing through Call of Duty Modern Warfare on yeah, Xbox really One that. X. Addicted wow. to the multiplayer. Unbelievable multiplayer. The campaign is fantastic. It's a little eerie considering what's been going on in our current times right now because it kind of mirrors that. But it's an incredible, incredible campaign thus far. We just released part two if you like to hear our commentary as we play it on YouTube channel. But yeah, so uh, we're really excited to continue going with this and see how it evolves. And we appreciate you guys being along for the ride. Yeah, your involvement is everything to us. Yeah. The interest and, <laughs> in, you know, watching is is why we do it because yeah. 
we love it and we want everybody else to kind of sit and get to enjoy it or maybe look at a different perspective when you listen to our podcast and be like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Or maybe yeah. I'll rewatch it. Right, exactly. You know, we have fun thinking about this stuff and then getting to do it. So right. we like having to Well, you would like to hear it. this. This will make you feel good. I got a lot of comments from people uh, through Twitter that because of our rewatch, they rewatch Phantom Menace and they did uh, enjoy it more. Oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> so... I thought you would like to hear that. I would. Yeah. I would like to hear it. That makes me happy because for me, that was Rise of Skywalker in a nutshell. Saw it once, was a bit disappointed. Right. Came back in. Right. Much more appreciated. Yeah, definitely. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you guys next time. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.